0: Of the force is a pathway to many abilities. Some would consider to be unnatural, but not for us because we are the powerful nerd cast. Hello, my Whoa. friends. I am Corey, and joined with me is Christian. Yes, I am. And the hype this week—holy <laughs> crap! This has got to be one of the biggest week for I... movie trailers I've ever seen. Corey, like watching you
1: film the Star Wars trailer reaction today was like borderline. I was like, I thought I'm a fan of things, but watching you freak out, and I was like scared a little bit. I was like, "Whoa!" I'm the guy glad is so into that, <laughs> you know. Like you're like, "Whoa!" Your fandom goes so much deeper. Uh, I like Star Wars a lot, mm-hmm. and I definitely appreciate it. But uh, the way you took to that trailer today. Do you want to start off there? Let's start. Uh, Yeah, let's just go
0: ahead and start strong with Star Wars because it's incredibly fresh in our minds. The big trailer just Just came came out out for Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. If you guys want to see the trailer, I'll put a link for it in the description box below. And uh, just I'm still kind of floored by all of it. And, and, you know, it's not even the only trailer that much away. Uh, They don't. They barely give away any of the story. It's basically just showing off some of the key characters and what the big battles are actually going to look like in the film. And my, my first thought after watching the trailer was just that that was so distinctly Star Wars. It had the same feel of it. Uh, it just felt like watching the it, old movies again. It's almost
1: like old – you ever seen Star Wars art where, like, there'll be a painting of, mm-hmm. you know, any of the planets? It almost looked like living still frames of Star Wars art.
0: And that is so beautiful. And, <laughs> and what I really love about it – I'm glad that you brought that up because uh, one of the original uh, designers and uh, concept artists – For Star Wars, I believe his name was uh, Ralph McQuarrie, and uh, he did a lot of famous artwork for Star Wars. He sort of created like, I believe, the general look for Mm -hmm. Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, and he did a lot of like, all those old, big like, shots of the planets, like Tatooine and everything, and like you said, it opens up with this big shot on Tatooine, with the speeder going off in the distance, and then suddenly you start to realize that there's this massive Star Destroyer, yeah. which has actually crashed into Tatooine, which the imagery right there really just sets the tone for the rest of the and trailer. And it
1: shows you that something has happened. You know yes. all those things in Star Wars you remember? This mm-hmm. is after that. Mm-hmm. That's kind this of, is... They're building that
0: world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, This is all the aftermath of when the Rebels actually destroyed the Death Star and seemingly defeated the Empire, but the trailer for The Force Awakens definitely reinforces the fact that the Empire has actually only gotten stronger. They're still around. They're still trying to take control of the Republic and sort of basically subjugate the entire galaxy. And you get to see a lot of shots of the brand new Empire, the brand new stormtroopers, which were teased earlier in some imagery, but when we mm-hmm. finally got to see them in motion, it was even better. Because not only are they just regular stormtroopers, there's these brand new ones. There's this one in particular that looks like one? a uh, commander type. Yeah, they yeah. show him in the trailer. He's walking all slow mo, badass, silvery, has this freaking cape on. I you know you're badass it's with a cape awesome oh you know it you know it man and uh just just the hype from the stormtroopers was enough but like there's a lot of great shots of uh the brand new x-wing pilots there's this one where it looks like they're taking off which could be from their original home base or like a training
1: scene or something they all look Mm -hmm. like they're
0: having a good time
1: it doesn't look like Mm -hmm. they're in a war Mm -hmm. and i think that's also something you're going to get a lot of because uh this film's going to have to establish a lot of characters a lot a lot and Mm -hmm. make us care about them Mm -hmm. which is a hard thing to do uh, so I feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, world building that's going to be done.
0: Mm-hmm. But at the
1: same time, we already know the Star Wars universe so well. Mm-hmm. It's more like getting us up to date with the timeline.
0: Mm-hmm. More and so. there, there's going to be a lot to say, too, because this takes place uh, supposedly a good 30 years after the return of the mm-hmm. Jedi. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to know really what happened to like the main cast during that time. We already know that a lot of the old people are going to be returning. In fact, in the trailer, the very last shot is of Han Solo and Chewbacca still hanging out, doing their whole smuggle thing. And I think it's great. You know, just the minute that popped up, I I almost lost it. Like, I was was sort of like, you know, no joke, holding back like the man tears, just like how good (laughs) that made me feel, just how classic it felt. Just the fact that Chewbacca isn't a big CG creature. He's actually someone in a suit and Han Solo is there and just it looks like Han Solo. Obviously, he's a little older, a little more grizzled. And thank God, uh, you know, he hasn't broken any more freaking limbs. (laughs) But uh, it was just great to see that. The other things obviously
1: had crashed the Millennium Falcon in that scene, though. Yeah, but that that (laughs)
0: sequence, though, and that actually ties back to the Star Destroyer that was in the uh, the Tatooine desert. It's not just crashed; it's going to be the uh, the site of a big action scene where you see some Tie Fighters and the Millennium Falcon actually flying through the destroyed Star Destroyer and having a big aerial battle, which is just not only unique for Star Wars, but it just it fits with the tone of it. Because in the old Star Wars movies, uh, and this is the big difference I think between the original trilogy and. In the prequel trilogy in the prequel trilogy everything looks so new and pristine and nice and that's because the galaxy has not been ravaged by war yet but yeah, if you watch been. the old Star Wars movies everything looks like crap everything looks like a junkyard and a lot of that has to do with the fact that they really just didn't have the budget to create this big massive super space world so they took advantage of it by making it seem like it all been ravaged by war like and that's
1: post-apocalyptic in some ways you in, know, in some ways yeah, yeah. like then...
0: you know there, there's Star Destroyer spaceships which are just sort of strewn about the galaxy almost like a uh like a big uh naval war battleship that's at the bottom of the ocean it kind of has like that same feel and uh the fact that they were able to like sort of take that and make it work for this movie as well is just fantastic and there's even more imagery of the new characters in the film uh, there's the character of uh, Rey. Uh, there's the uh, the brand new Stormtrooper character whose name unfortunately just escapes me at the moment. And then, of course, there's Kylo Ren who is going to be the villain of the film. He's definitely going to be the bad guy, So though. do
1: we know <laughs> if that black actor is actually a good guy or a bad guy? I'm
0: pretty sure he's going to be a good guy. In fact, I'm willing to believe he might be one of the main characters of the movie. I think okay. he's the one that might even pertain to the whole Force Awakening thing. He's obviously a Stormtrooper working for the Empire, but I think something must have driven him to uh, to actually like not be with the Empire. Empire anymore or
1: think, here's it's just weird because you never see stormtroopers without their helmets
0: rarely you know unless so, it's like han and luke who are you know dressing up as stormtroopers yeah. that's the only time you're ever going to see it so
1: like it's kind of strange because our one of our main characters is a stormtrooper that takes his helmet off all the time so does that mean we're going to see other stormtroopers take off their helmets a lot
0: I think so. I think we're going to see a more realistic take on like what it means to be Can like be in the military of the empire. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> modern <laughs> warfare, Star so Wars. You know, let's put Kevin Spacey in here too. You know, yeah, might yeah. as well put him in a CG cameo. Uh, but uh, the other thing is uh, the other new characters um, like Kylo Ren and everything. His character was the new teased. Dark Vader. Basically, that's what he is. Uh, speaking of which, we do get a shot of Darth Vader's old burnt helmet from his cremation which just seeing that alone like I flipped out mostly just because you know I'm a Star Wars fanboy but just that image they queued up the the, uh, Darth Vader breathing noise and just it got you so into it and that might actually have something to do with Kylo Ren and his big plans because there's been concept art of him actually holding that helmet I don't know what that's going to have to do with his plan but uh, the thing that I think most people are going to be talking about in this trailer is this one unseen character who may or may not be Luke Skywalker or related to him in some sense there's a character in the trailer who has a mechanical hand just like Luke Skywalker and he's actually quoting him directly during that scene in Return of the Jedi where Luke Skywalker basically revealed to Princess Leia that they are indeed siblings I don't know why they're doing this I'm sure there is some sort of symbolism behind this character saying that but they still don't even show like Luke Leia or any of those old characters really Han and Chewie is really all you need to get the Star Wars fans into a theater but uh, I really can't wait to see what they're going to be doing yeah with one characters. of the things
1: I thought is maybe they were reading some of those quotes uh, at his funeral at mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker's funeral because it's a big um, risk or we're at a big risk that some of our favorite original characters are going to die off mm-hmm. and they're going to like hand off the torch for they're at least making three more of these things. Or oh least, yeah. They definitely you know. have
0: three planned and then the three spinoffs. Yeah.
1: So they've got a ton of stuff coming out. So they've got to hand off the torch to the, to the new character. So Luke Skywalker or someone big might die at the end. So I thought that was maybe uh, a I, I'm convinced
0: someday. Han Solo is going to die. Yeah. I think he's one of the key characters who's on the chopping block. And this goes back to the uh, 1980s when uh, Empire Strikes Back came out. Uh, before that was officially released, at the very end of the movie, and I'm not going to say spoiler alert because it's been out since the 80s. At the very end of the movie, Han Solo is frozen in carbonite, and uh, spoiler Harrison, alert, yeah, Harrison <laughs> Ford believed that at that point in time, Han Solo's character should be dead, and they should have killed him off. He was sort of done playing the character and getting ready to move on to bigger and better things, such as Indiana Jones and tossing people out of his airplane. And uh, <laughs> what's you really, know, it
1: always, every time someone brings up carbonite, it always reminds me of that skit. Of uh, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Oh yeah! Whenever he went to the uh, Star Wars convention, mm-hmm. he's like, "What was Han Solo's frozen?" And everyone's like, "Carbonite." And he's like, "The correct answer is who cares?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Who gives a shit?"
0: <laughs> That's the correct answer, you fucking nerds! Um, <laughs> God, I'm reminded of all that great Triumph Star Wars stuff. um But right and after, now
1: the nerds will go through the ceremonial banging of the plastic toys. <laughs>
0: I think they even had a Star Wars wedding like during that time. Yeah, and
1: then like he talked to a pregnant woman. And he's like he's like, That poor man will it's the last time he'll see vagina after he comes out of one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that was very God. good. This is this is a topic for another video, but Triumph does have a new show on Adult Swim. I've heard uh, and I don't like it. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like it at all. Um,
1: I feel like it's the kind of comedy you can only watch so much of.
0: It's the type of comedy I don't like, period. Wow. Because it's like triumph.
1: Who's he he doing it with? There's a famous person he's doing it with. Oh, God.
0: The guy's name escapes me so much right now, but he's from, uh, I believe, 30 Rock. Uh, No, not not 30 Rock. Um, Well, actually, this is weird. You remember the movie uh, Ricky Bobby? Yeah. You remember that one member of the pit crew who's, like, really effeminate?
1: Oh, yeah. He's from 30 Rock. Yeah. He's also... Uh, Fix-It
0: Felix from fix Wreck-It I was going
1: to say Build-It Bob or Building Bob, but that's wrong. Yeah, Fix-It mm-hmm. Felix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, like... I don't know if that guy's really gay. He's obviously has, he plays the effeminate guy in all
0: the movies. Mm, He does that job really well. He's a funny guy regardless. And, uh, you know, the new show is him and Triumph. I bet
1: the whole point, you know, like he's real innocent and, like, you know, oh, new to the world. And then we have Triumph that's just talking mad. But it's in, like,
0: a sitcom setting. Uh, Interesting. Like there's laugh tracks and everything. But occasionally, which that's the only part of the show I don't like. But then they do, like, the more traditional Triumph man on the street kind of talking to people, which is really the highlight of the show, which is what I think most Triumph fans want to see. Um, but let, let's get back to Star Wars and that was not try and, that was the uh, the insult comic dog. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I think Harrison Ford, uh, his character Han Solo is probably going to be axed either in this movie or the next. I don't know how that's going to sit with the fan base. However, it's uh, sort of up in the air just as long as it works for the story and it actually lets the new character shine a little bit. And that's. You know, as as excited as I am to see my old characters return, I really hope the new characters are just as interesting
1: cuz they're who we're stuck with.
0: Yeah. So, That's they better it. be good. These are the new guys. <laughs> like we we have to make sure this works. And, uh, you know, in Episode 1, the prequels, you know, it was a lot of characters that were implied and things that we've seen before. And the prequels are just plagued by a number of problems, which I don't even want to get into now because I'd just be beating a horse to death.
1: And that's also a whole different topic.
0: Yeah, it really is. Um, What I will say is I'm more than excited for Star Wars Episode 7, even more so after seeing this trailer. I honestly didn't expect him to show that much. I didn't even think that we were going to get a shot of any of the old people. And just the fact that we got that, we got some close-up shots of Poe Dameron and of Kylo Ren who's wearing his badass brand new mask makes him look the like new a cyber ninja
1: stormtrooper uh,
0: stormtroopers Storm, are awesome <laughs> i love the stormtroopers so the much
1: the new stormtrooper leader
0: mm-hmm. that guy's cool it's good yeah. to see that there's going to be a lot of big space battles you can even see there's a big shot of the stormtroopers fighting and it looks like they're being attacked and they're flying all over the place the just, just beyond excited for this and movie if you
1: guys don't think cory is very excited if you just have any sliver of a doubt you need to go watch his reaction
0: video to the trailer and i'm sure we'll have that link below too I mean, and just the build-up to my reaction, I think, was, like, I was just, like... like, Nothing's even
1: happened! Well, no, I just
0: love the fact that, like, we were just, we were getting ready to sit down and record our podcast. We were all chilling and everything. And I'm just, like, looking through, and I'm like... Star Wars trailer just came out! We're doing this now! Like, I got really into it, and, like, we immediately, like, set up the cameras. I got my headphones on, and I was just like, come on, Christian, hurry up, hurry up. Like, I had to watch it. Like, it was just such an important part of being a Star Wars fan was seeing that. And uh, the only time I think I've ever been this excited for a Star Wars movie was literally back when they announced the uh, brand-new prequel trilogy. Uh, Just, you know, like a lot of folks, I just... I have a lot of hope for this one. There's a lot of new people working on it. George Lucas is no longer involved aside from the whole Lucasfilm aspect. Um, So there's just a lot of freshness coming from this and yet it still feels like classic Star Wars which is an amazing accomplishment. So
1: okay, we got Star Wars trailer mm-hmm. perfect 10 out of 10 sexy oh, experience yeah. you were
0: very happy yeah
1: let's talk about the opposite. Let's talk yeah. about Terminator Genesis because this is a big problem because mm-hmm. they revealed way too much in the latest trailer
0: way too much
1: They pretty much told you the big twist and that's that okay spoiler alert because you can see the trailer if you don't want to know this please don't I know this movie hasn't come out but it's in the trailer. They showed that John Connor is actually a like T1000 or T5000 whatever the hell mm-hmm. they're gonna call the new one mm-hmm. the liquid metal one. He's a uh, Terminator. So either he's not really a Terminator and they, they just are punking us in the trailer or uh, John Connor's been killed and now he's being mimicked by the uh, T-1000 or he really is a T-1000. I don't know. The point is they gave away a huge twist mm-hmm. and compare that to the Star Wars trailer. All they did is have moving sexy shots of some stuff and then some close up shots and some cool slow-mo shots, but they didn't really tell us much about the movie now. And that is a big problem nowadays. Like they just mm-hmm. give away a lot, mm-hmm. and I—I I feel really, like
0: I've already seen most of Terminator Genesis.
1: They've used up a lot of the Arnold stuff already. Mm-hmm. They show you Arnold's going to fight 1980s Arnold. Mm-hmm. That's a big
0: thing. That's the highlight of the movie for me. Yeah, that was a cool thing. Mm-hmm.
1: And they just—they're giving away a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's sort of interesting to see uh, uh, why that trend continues because mm-hmm. they do that all the time now. But Star Wars, I just think is just like there's careful about that. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to give it away.
0: It's their baby. They have a lot of money to make. They can't risk anything getting spoiled too much. But with Terminator, you already kind of know what you're getting. You know? You're getting some I mean- robot
1: battles. You're getting some explosions. you mm. get some hanging off cars. You're getting some some Michael Bay-esque action. <laughs>
0: I mean, just the fact that this is already kind of like technically kind of rebooting the entire series in some senses, and yet it's also sort of like a pseudo-sequel at the same time. But uh, I do agree. Showing John Connor was a really bad idea. Like, that was one of those things they could have saved for the theater, which could have potentially been really shocking, but we still don't really know, like, what he is. Technically, um, is
1: another universe. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say it's not a reboot. I think mm-hmm. you bring up a good point. Mm-hmm. It's not a reboot. It's technically a different timeline, because mm-hmm. they sent John Connor back... And everything's different this time. So technically-
0: Sarah Connor is known she's going to be attacked by a Terminator for over 10 years, which gives her an opportunity to not only train herself, but to also meet this other Terminator, who's going to end up being her buddy. Yeah. Um, I will say, oddly enough, my favorite part of the trailer, though, is uh, when uh, she does end up saving Kyle Reese, and they're driving away, and she's mentioning that the Terminator has been trying to learn uh, to have human emotions, and you get to see Arnold have that big, stupid smile on his face. I thought that was pretty funny. It, it's it's an overblown joke, and it's someone... It's something that people have been saying for a long time you know like terminator gonna... is the perfect role for arnold schwarzenegger yeah and i bet he's gonna say i'll be buck actually he
1: says it in the trailer dude he, yeah he definitely <laughs> says
0: that i'm waiting for the uh, the hasta la vista baby like i'm waiting for all of that hopefully when he dies on. the last thing we see is a thumbs up <laughs> uh...
1: I knew exactly what you were going to do there,
0: uh, but yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like the the more it, it's funny. Like the first trailer I saw for Terminator Genesis, I was like, "All right, I'm kind of on board for this." Second one I saw, all right, it's looking all right. This one actually kind of turned me off a little bit. Almost like I don't need to see it in theaters. Like I could wait to see this on like TV or Blu-ray, Netflix and you know, I'd be just fine. Yeah. You know, I, I don't really feel like I'm going to have to go to the theater to see this. As a Terminator fan, though, I kind of want to. It's just I you know, see it. I've seen. Uh, you know, I, obviously I was too young to see uh, Judgment Day in theaters when it came out. You know, yeah. there's no way my parents are going to take me to see that. Uh, I did see uh, Terminator 3 in theaters, which, you know, it was okay. And uh, Terminator Salvation, just I remember watching, walking out of that and just being like, what the hell was that? Like, that was awful.
1: <laughs> yeah, it PG was really thir- bad.
0: A PG-13 Terminator movie, which had zero soul to it. And uh, whoever that guy was, who was playing uh, the Terminator, who thought he was human, just I thought he did a really bad job. Just and Christian Bale, you know, just he's a good actor, but th- I don't think he was the right choice for John Connor. And now that we got this new John Connor in here, who looks nothing like any of the other ones, I don't even know where they're going with it. And you know, this John Connor He looks like
1: Bruce. Bruce rules.
0: He does. He kind of looks like <laughs> John C. Riley is John Connor to save the future. <laughs>
1: That's what he I'll looks like. I want to see,
0: like, some Photoshop trailers of uh, or, like, pictures, you know, of, like, the poster with John Connor on it and just replace it with that goofy-ass Brule's uh, Rules head for your health. You yeah, know? exactly. Just, that
1: guy's so fucking hilarious. That's what he looks like. He looks like a a, a fat 40-year-old man with a Jufro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he looks like in this one. It's mm. kind of ridiculous.
0: But, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think it's safe to say this will probably be the last Terminator movie with Arnold in it, which hopefully will mean the end of the franchise. If they don't... There's just no way they're going to be able to ever capture those first two movies, like the magic they had. They were just so well done. They were done by James Cameron. The other ones are not. They definitely had their own feel to them, and they just worked. The action in the, the second movie is better than most modern action movies that I see, so it's a tough act to follow. I mean, I'm still excited as a Terminator fan, but like when compared to some of the other movies that are coming out, they just it doesn't hold a candle.
1: No, it's not very good. And when you can go see... Uh, age of Ultron or see that mm-hmm. what are you gonna see
0: and uh, going back to the whole trailer thing you were mentioning uh, how it, it showed too much uh, yeah. Avengers age of Ultron comes out in like two weeks they
1: released and, a new trailer and they
0: released some new trailers and a lot of clips which I have been turning down I've been making sure to I tell watched everybody all of them. oh you I can't believe you did that I was There uh, there's one of our subscribers who I know you'll know immediately Packer's fan oh of course uh, he comments on all our videos and watches a lot of them uh, awesome guy um, he actually sent me a clip for uh, I think it was uh, Hulk fighting against either Ultron or Iron Man or something. Iron Man and Hulkbuster armor. uh, I've seen it. I was like, dude, I really appreciate this because you always send me a lot of cool (laughs) clips, but I've got to avoid this clip like the plague. There is no way I'm going to watch this scene when I can watch it for the first time in a theater and have my mind completely blown. So, pretty much any other clip or trailer that comes out over the course of the next two weeks, I'm not even going to look at it. I want to be able to go into this movie. iron Man
1: fight was epic, though.
0: Oh, I know it's going to be. That's why I'm going to save it for the theater and I'm just going to be like... (laughs) <laughs> like, this is actually happening, so I really can't wait for that one. But uh, other Marvel stuff, another big trailer just came out this week. Probably the best one that we've seen for it thus far, and that is Ant-Man, Starring Ant-Man. Paul Rudd and Whoa, Michael Douglas. that movie is
1: still looking better and better with every trailer. Mm-hmm. I just, here's the thing, I didn't know anything about Ant-Man. And I thought I was in the know in the, you know, nerdy world, but I think Ant-Man's really, like, kind of a second-tier character, or mm-hmm. I see him hanging around when they get all the super characters together. And I was like, oh, Ant-Man, okay, he can grow, he can get small, he can sneak into places. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know he, like, retains all his power when he's small. I didn't mm-hmm. know, like, he could be an inch big and punch you and it would be just like a human mm-hmm. being of
0: equal size of He yourself. becomes, like they say, a living bullet. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And
1: he could, like, run into you or he could grow or he could sneak into places and he has a flying ant that he can ride. And uh, they also revealed a little more about the story mm-hmm. that those super suits that he uses that can grow and shrink are starting to be mass produced mm-hmm. and commercialized, and uh, the a character from Game of Thrones is gonna not Game of Thrones, uh, House of Cards mm-hmm. is going
0: to be. He's the, the main, villain, I believe. Yeah, he's yeah, the main he's main a guy. yellow jacket. He's a yellow jacket. It's kind of funny because all you know, it's Ant Man, so the villain is going to be bug themed. Yeah, it's got to be bug themed. <laughs>
1: And he has, you know, Doc Ock laser beam arms or something. Mm, He has like
0: these like spikes that come out on his back. that can shoot lasers. And frankly, they just look really cool.
1: Yeah, it makes the suit look
0: kind of looks like a Tron Iron Man.
1: Yes, exactly. And they're going to fight and it look cool. And um, the style and the feel of that film, it's so funny because it's dark and it looks heavy and real and, you know, like gritty. And then you have Paul Rudd in the mix, so he just lightens things up randomly. Mm-hmm. So I actually really am looking forward to that film. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really good. What did yeah. you get from the trailer?
0: Oh, I loved it. It, yeah. it, it was fantastic. Uh, it really gave us a good idea of what the tone of the movie is going to be like. I like to equate it to kind of like uh, One Piece, like a manga or an anime, where like it can have its moments of badassery, but it knows to have a good time too. Yes, and it can yes be that's really a good way to funny. Put it. And uh, that's what they're doing with this one. And uh, it was great to see more of Paul Rudd in this one. Uh, he didn't really show up that much in the previous teasers uh, just to see his humor interjected. I love the fact uh, when he finally teams up with uh, Michael Douglas, which, man, just gr- great transition from Liberace to this. just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> oh, just got to say, the guy oh, really – but that proves yet again that Michael Douglas is a – damn good actor because he can pull off a lot of different types of roles
1: he can be he can be working with paul rudd or working behind matt damon
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> might want to do some yoga classes for that one oh, uh man. but uh, what i really loved about the uh working the train yeah <laughs> Let's get away from Liberace. You brought it up, Corey. I'm sorry. Uh, Let's go back to Michael Douglas for a second. I love that one little bit of dialogue where he's getting ready to help out his character, Scott. And uh, Scott's like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm tired of being a criminal and breaking into other people's houses and breaking into places and stealing stuff. What do you want me to do? Michael Douglas is like, well, I want you to break into places and steal some stuff. (laughs) That gives you your first like idea of what the humor in the movie is going to be about. And uh, I think that's really great. Uh, But getting to actually see the suit in action a little bit more in particular, that shot where he's a, running underground with the ants is uh fantastic i love that shot i love the fact that he's going to be able to work with ants and i uh, bet
1: this is going to freak some bitches out because you know how like girls hate bugs mm-hmm. i know this is a hugely stereotypical thing to say i'm sure a lot of men hate bugs too but like my girlfriend is so deathly afraid of bugs oh i, I don't can't know, stand him either like I, he, I don't know how a lot of people are i hope it has to be so badass mm-hmm. that the arachnophobia you know can like you won't get, like, that scared of bugs. Yeah. I, I mean,
0: hopefully that, the, you know, there was that first scene where he's walking around in the ant tunnel and he runs into that one little one. He's like, oh, you're kind of cute. There's a little bit of a cuteness aspect. But Once you see those big, mean, black ones that look like mm. the things from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you're like, oh, fuck that noise. I want nothing <laughs> to do with these. But, uh, you know, really, he has nothing to be afraid of, even when he's that size, you know. To the other ants, he's basically the Hulk. Like think yeah. of the strength he really has, yeah, the yeah. strength of a full grown human, and that's why I'm guessing his powers will come into play. The ants will start to trust him a little bit more, yeah. and he'll be able to utilize their powers, whether that be to lift you know leaves. riding around on them or spinning <laughs> a uh, coin around. I'm not really sure how. <laughs> yeah they... what are
1: they going to do? Yeah. Let's all team up and move this leaf five inches that way, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: really interested <laughs> to see how that's actually going to come into play. Yeah, but... yeah he's got super ants. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, just,
1: he's got some super ants. Maybe he's like sprays them with some stuff and they become super strong or something.
0: It's possible. You know, yeah. there could be something like that. But we also need to realize too. A lot of the action in this movie is going to take place on uh, a very small scale, but it's going to seem all the more epic. Maybe and he think...
1: like teams up and like with the ants, and then they like grab Yellow Jacket. And hold him there and then he like jumps down and punches him while the other ants are holding him. <laughs> I don't like know. I'm trying to like think they totally one... like
0: rough him up in a yeah. back alley. <laughs> yeah
1: and then he comes <laughs> back and finishes him off.
0: Make it look like an accident. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that would be pretty awesome. Oh wow. Um, But yeah what I said is like the, the action is going to go to a much smaller scale. We're going to see things in a world that we've never actually seen before mm-hmm. and there's a lot of shots that really do great uh, with that you know obviously the ants the shot where him and the ants are falling down a drain and water looked really good but it's really all about that big final shot where he's battling against the Yellow Jacket, in what appears to be his daughter's playroom, because if there's a few shots in the trailer where Ant Man is actually kissing his daughter goodnight, he's in the outfit, you can tell that Yellow Jacket in the next shot is actually in his house. They're going to have a showdown in his house, which I think is really awesome. And uh, there's a shot at the end where they're fighting in front of this train set, which.
1: This oh, is that a, was a hilarious. This is shot. another
0: shot which sort of sets up the fact that this is going to be a big action fest, but it's going to have a great sense of humor as well. There's a great shot where uh, Yellow Jacket is just destroying everything in the room and he's jumping around, jumping on the debris, getting ready to punch him. Maybe he'll transform big right there. Maybe he'll just stay small. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. But the money shot of the trailer, by far, is the scene where they're hanging out on the train tracks. And it looks like Yellow Jacket is about to be hit by this train, which also just happens to be Thomas the Tank Engine, which is a very nice and funny <laughs> cameo. And uh, you can see it from their perspective. And then they pull back, and you see it from a normal human's perspective. And it just looks like these toy trains just hitting each other oh-so-casually and just knocking over. And I love the little... <laughs> like noise it makes it's really really funny and that just again reinforces that this is not going to be uh, your typical Marvel movie it's not movie. taking
1: itself too seriously
0: no and I think that's great you know there there's multiple lines in the movie too where like you know Paul Rudd tries to say with like a straight face I'm Ant-Man and then Yellow Jacket looks and like what and he's like yeah it wasn't my idea. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they the really try to reinforce. Maybe we should have changed the name. Yeah. Um. But still, I'm really amped up. I can't wait to see how this is all going to tie into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just
1: imagine we're going to get a, a movie where Iron Man and Paul Rudd or Iron Man and Ant-Man are in the same frame. Like
0: just the interactions between them are yeah. going to be hilarious. I just cannot wait to see like Iron Man's character actually react to like Ant-Man, just like seeing him and his powers. Cause you know, he's going to be doing everything in his power to not make fun of him. Yeah. Cause it's just such a goofy and ridiculous power. And uh, I really can't wait to see how this is going to possibly maybe even tie into Age of Ultron, even though it comes out after it. Because in the comics, uh, Michael Douglas' character, Hank Pym, he's the one who actually created Ultron. Okay. And uh, he's also the one who sort of like stole the technology for uh, Ant-Man. Because originally I think he worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. and then he had that technology and he just sort of ran off and did it. Because uh, one of the things that is interesting, this is a superhero movie, but it's also going to be a heist movie. It's going to be about stealing things. Like that's the reason why Ant-Man is working for this guy. And uh, I'm guessing they're actually trying to steal back the uh, the technology uh, that that one guy created to make the Yellow Jacket suit, because Mm -hmm. it's just basically like a weaponized version of the one that Ant-Man has. Like it can shrink as well, but it also has all those lasers and crap all over it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Hank Pym, Michael Douglas's character is like, oh, I don't want this to happen. You know, this is awful. I need to be able to get this tech back. But how am I going to do it? I'm an old guy, and I don't want to get in the suit. This guy right here, he's going to pull off the heist for me and I'm going to train him to be like the next Ant-Man protege. And if they go even further, maybe we'll even start to see Giant-Man because uh, Hank Pym and Scott's character, they go through a number of different names and superhero aliases. Because they have these different suits which do s- different things. Like, you have the Ant-Man suit, which can make you small. And then you can go back to normal size. And then you have the Giant-Man suit, which literally makes you a giant. So, uh, Oh, so
1: this Ant-Man suit, I thought the Ant-Man suit could make you giant, too.
0: No, eventually there is going to be a suit, though, that is created by them as well. Because you see
1: Ant-Man as a big character sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, not like as a giant in the movie. Uh, not in the
1: movie, but I'm yeah. saying in the comics. Yeah, in the
0: comics. But at that time, when he's wearing that suit, he's not called Ant-Man. He's called Giant-Man. He also has another suit that he wears. And uh, there's also another uh, female character in the trailer who I believe will eventually become the hero known as Wasp. And uh, Ant Booty. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but, but what I will say is I'm excited for that. I honestly didn't expect that to be as good as it was, um, you know, coming after Star Wars, though, it's just, you know, it's hard not to be more excited for Star Wars. I know
1: you can't you can't. Let Star Especially
0: Wars because happens. before we did this podcast, uh, first thing I was like, all right, well, we're definitely going to talk about the Ant-Man trailer and everything. That's definitely going to be the highlight right before we do it. Star Wars trailer comes out and just blows my freaking mind.
1: That actually, uh, I can't believe Star Wars came out today. I was not expecting
0: that. I didn't. I thought maybe tomorrow, end of the weekend for Star Wars celebration, like end it with a big trailer. Nah, they just went right for the jugular. Here it is online for everybody to enjoy, and that is awesome.
1: So, uh, did any other trailers come out this week?
0: There was. There wasn't a, a full t- uh, trailer. There was a teaser for a trailer for Batman versus oh, yeah! Superman. Yeah. The trailer which...
1: that doesn't show you shit, but it mm-hmm. still gets you hyped up.
0: No, honestly, I really think that's all they have to show. Yeah. Like, we just need to see the Superman suit and the Batman suit, and that is going to get butts in seats. Uh, originally, two, for me, the two that... two
1: logos superimposed on each other. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, this is also the very first time that we've actually seen uh, the Batsuit, like, in motion, full color. Uh, obviously, uh, Ben Affleck's not wearing it. It's basically the empty suits that we get to see. But uh, just after seeing it here, like, for the first time in full, like, aside from just, like, still images in that one black and white one, favorite movie Batsuit by far it's the most classic bat suit that i've seen it looks like it came right from the comics right next to deadpool's uh movie costume this bat suit is my favorite like superhero costume i've seen in a movie just it looks perfect. pretty good you know that and maybe uh amazing spider-man 2's spider-man costume like they look like just the pure comic book essence of the character which i think is really awesome but the teaser like like we said it just basically shows the uh empty suits of superman and batman and that's it and that's all they got to do to get the hype and then
1: they show you the logo and they get out of there mm mm-hmm. mhm which I was kind of hoping for a little more, but whatever. They're not giving away anything for that mm. movie yet. Yeah, no and, it, tone, and it still no uh,
0: doesn't come out until, you know, I think mid-2016 anyway. I know they're wrapped on it, though. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's in post-production
1: now. Mm. So there's that. And then also we reviewed a new show today that just started called Ninja Slayer. Ninja Slayer. Yes. And that show was awesome. It was weird though. It was was
0: unlike anything I've ever seen. Well, I think it's self-aware.
1: It's again, a very self-aware, a lot like Ant-Man or more so I should say a lot like Adult Swim Mm -hmm. because it's sort of like the animation would be really good and then all of a sudden it would be crap and it would look like, like I said, if it was a cutout on a popsicle stick and then you had like a little barrier here and you were doing a puppet show. That's kind
0: of what it looks like. It's not unlike South Park.
1: South Park or
0: uh Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Very much like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, it has
1: this strange, like, shit anime style, or shit animation style, I should say. And But it's still very self-aware, and, like, the mm-hmm. animation's pretty interesting when it actually is good. Mm-hmm. And also when the character's, like, there'll be a huge, like battle scene and the main character ninja slayer will be like running at a ninja and he'll punch him and then as he punches him it'll change to the shitty animation style and then his head <laughs> will just fall off and then
0: like blood will squirt out and it is funny in that sense the show der- certainly has a, a great sense of humor um i was expecting it to be a little more uh i don't know just more animation me too I don't know. but that's because in the actual trailers for the show they don't show you any of that weird like standing still, kind of weird, like, cut-out cardboard animation. They, they, show show you all you all the, they show you all the pretty stuff, making you think that maybe it's going to be more like that. And But
1: this show has been throwing you off from day one. Remember that yeah. concept art that came out? Mm-mm. It was nothing like that.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, this show has <laughs> gone through a huge evolutionary process, and it's not a typical anime series either. It's not airing on TV. You can only watch it online and you know, 12 to 15-minute episodes. So they're really, really short. But, uh, you know, uh, going into this, I'm not going to judge it like a typical anime anime series i think that would be unfair i didn't even give a score to the very first episode i'm just gonna have to watch a little bit more and see what this show is all about but uh if you like action anime uh, i would definitely recommend checking it out uh the character designs in particular i think are really awesome ninja slayer himself looks really cool and the color scheme is just gorgeous it just it'll make your eyes explode it looks amazing. it's almost
1: like like you said a parody a mm-hmm. Self-aware parody mm-hmm. of anime. Like, like the it's, a, it's an guy, anime that
0: knows it's an anime. Yeah,
1: like the guy and his family gets killed by ninjas, so he takes up this evil spirit. Comes by and possesses him and together they'll take out all the ninjas it sounds a lot like uh lord of the rings um shadows of mordor practically <laughs> they're practically <laughs> the same story and uh so then they just go around killing ninjas yeah and the ninjas are like you're not that strong and he's like "Wash, boom arming scene transform kill ninjas you know it's pretty cool
0: that's literally the whole show <laughs> it's, it really is it's just it's just a ninja who's killing other ninjas hence ninja slayer um, I still think the show has a lot of potential. We're just going to have to see what they're going to do with that. Uh, but I liked the first episode. It was good. I know? was pretty, I was pretty uh, blown away by it. Mm, I thought it was just, you know, after after Star Wars Episode Seven trailer, it's just like uh, that's the only again. thing <laughs> on my mind. I, it's really hard to like, you know, every while we're even while we're doing this podcast, like little images keep popping. Wasn't that really cool when you saw that one stormtrooper? <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> you know? that's so you, core. I just can't help it. I'm just, I'm really excited for it.
1: Uh, What else you got? Anything? uh, I know we were going to talk about, um, I could do Imgur, but I don't feel like we're far enough along to do the Mm. Imgur stuff just yet. Or we are. We are. Let's do Imgur, Corey. Mm. Okay. The first image is, now open all the images. Do you know how to do that? It doesn't really matter. First one is the most 80s image of all time. And I'm waiting for Corey to pull that up so we can. uh, I'm about to take a look at that. All right, here we go. <laughs> this Inger is awkward fiction. awkward imgur readings. Uh. Awkward
0: imgur readings by uh, popular demand and here we go. We have what is the most <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god, that is awesome. The most <laughs> 80s image ever and it is this like big buff rambo looking dude and he has this (laughs) guitar which is in the shape of a machine gun like it's actually got like yeah it's got missiles on it and it's actually firing and this guy's actually firing it like that if he can play and shoot it at the same time that is that really does like sort of exemplify everything that is like over the top and manly about the 1980s i really like that image a lot so much so that i'm actually pulling it aside and saving it I think that picture. I knew Corey would like that. That's okay. great. That's definitely. It's going to be hard to top that one. You shouldn't have made that one. the first one. All right, uh, the next one we have. Oh my god, this is awful. It looks like a buzzard is like literally like hanging out with this one dude hanging out on the bench, and uh, it says this guy sells the most powerful weapons and accessories. <laughs> This is the most NPC-looking motherfucker I've ever seen. He does. He totally looks like a like a salesman from like a video game. He like What are you buying? Yeah. What are you buying? What are you selling? And this guy's just got this like really creepy bird just like hanging out like over his shoulders. And this guy's just casually talking to him. Maybe he's gonna buy a weapon. Who knows? Uh, But that's really freaking weird. There's some motivational uh, advice by Cookie Monster. All right, motivational advice from Cookie Monster today we today because i'm gonna try to let me do it let me read this as cookie monster to try to really yeah. huh. today we will live in the moment unless it's unpleasant in which case me will eat a cookie <laughs> <laughs> cookie monster okay <laughs> followed by the goofy googly-eyed cookie monster picture we got a dmx quote here oh on dmx Twitter. here we go i haven't is DMX still, like, around? I, I think he's alive. He's got a Twitter account. Oh, right, man. I, we used to listen to DMX back in the day uh, during football practice. You want it. You get it. What you really want? <laughs> yeah, DMX. All right, here okay, we go. Yeah. Uh, DMX at DMX said, uh, yeah, sex is cool, but have you ever had garlic bread? <laughs> 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 I agree. Garlic bread is pretty freaking good. All right, DMX. That's weird as shit. All right. Uh, all right. So. This next one is really good. It's hard not to laugh at it. But there's this picture of this like old rug which is just torn up and ripped up on the ground and it says Aladdin parks like an asshole <laughs> It's just a rug taking up two spots Mm in the parking lot. Yeah, it's just like strewn out across looking all dirty and shit. Okay, it's pretty random. All right, Uh, the next one is really good. It is uh, the character of Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, except that his name is Juan Snow. And it's clearly what appears to be a Hispanic person uh, cosplaying as Jon Snow. That's awful. That's really bad, Chris. Well, you laughed at it. Yeah, I have to admit, that is pretty damn <laughs> funny, though. But, yeah, he's actually doing a pretty good job with the cosmos He's snow. Okay, so uh, we're going back to Sesame Street. I love Sesame Street We I have, uh,
1: Street we, ones. We have
0: so Kermit the up. Frog and Elmo. Uh, and Elmo looks like he's actually taking away Kermit's microphone. And then Elmo says, uh, or it says, Elmo steals the mic away from Kermit and yells, fucker right in the pussy <laughs> <laughs> on live television. Baba booey, Baba booey. How is there's penis? Baba booey. That's basically what Elmo <laughs> is doing. Oh my god, these are awful. The uh, the ne- <laughs> 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 all right, the next one is uh Rick from The Walking Dead, and he's underwater. Coral,
1: <laughs> and there's coral all around him, and it's a riff off the coral line. Coral! Oh my god, this is so stupid. I can't believe, there are
0: people who are like, I'd love to imagine there are like people who are like come up with this shit, like writing it until like 2.30 in the morning and photoshopping it. Oh yeah. That was good. There we go, awkward Inger readings. We hope I you guys enjoyed. Internet. Coral! coral um but uh before we go let's leave you guys with uh, one more thing i was going to do a separate video on this but since we really just don't have that much to say about it uh-huh. i think this would be a good opportunity yep. to talk uh-huh. about it yep. and that's yep. because there is a brand new trailer for baruto Whoa! naruto the movie the next generation in the naruto saga starring naruto sasuke and their children sarada and baruto and we just got done watching the very first teaser trailer for it and it was okay
1: yeah. It was pretty much moving images of the images we saw. Like, what was it last week? Yeah, released? it was last week. Uh, I did a video
0: moving. talking about the uh, the very first images released from the film, and that's pretty much what they showed in the trailer. Aside from just a few minor shots to hear of animation. we did. That's probably the most important Boruto's thing voice. is we heard uh, Boruto Uzumaki. Which um, I'm going to go ahead and look up who the uh, the voice actor for Boruto is going to be. Um, I actually have no idea. who I'm it's actually going
1: to be. I like the voice actor because it doesn't sound too much like a child. It mm-hmm. just sounds like a higher pitched Naruto voice. Does that make sense? Yeah, and it
0: sounds like Naruto, but not too much.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the guy's trying to do a Naruto impression, but isn't that good at it?
0: <laughs> but you can still tell it's Naruto. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the uh, the Japanese uh, voice is going to be a character by the name of Yuko Senpai. What has he done? Um, I'm going to see here. Uh, it looks like they're kind of new, but they might have been in some shows that we have seen before. Uh, let's see here. Uh, nothing that I've seen quite yet. Apparently, I don't watch that much what anime. What about Sasuke's daughter? Uh, to... Sasuke's daughter. Uh, I actually have no idea. I'm still just going through all this. Uh, this the the character who actually uh voices Boruto. Uh, I haven't actually seen them in any of these anime series. Um, Which aside... is strange. Oh, oh, actually, no. Uh, you remember Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Yes. All right. You remember the uh, the son of the Führer, yes. Selim Bradley, his yes. Pride? Yeah. That's Boruto. There we go. Yep. And it makes sense. Little kids voicing the little kids. That makes perfect sense. And but also, that's really the only character I recognized.
1: Voice acting is like a real small community. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we would probably know him from something. Because if you get into it, you're like never unemployed. Mm-hmm. But it's like the elite 1% of voice acting. We always go to like comic or not comic, but like conventions and stuff like anime conventions or whatever. And you always hear people say, oh, I want to be a voice actor. I'm like, I don't know if you have any idea how hard that is.
0: It's incredibly (laughs) difficult just to vote, you know, like or even to get a gig,
1: mm -hmm. like much less if you're good. It's a lot like acting. You got to be good at acting. And then it's still like a lottery to get in.
0: I imagine, like too, in Japan, like they probably have like their own unions and stuff for like all the voice actors, because there are a lot of uh, voice actors you hear all the time, like, like Zoro. I hear him. In, God, I hear him in everything, man. Not only did I hear him in that brand new Blood Blockade Battlefront, but uh-huh. I started watching that Gene Thomas show. Yeah. He's one of the characters in that as well.
1: That which, is, God, like, that show's busy. goofy as
0: hell. <laughs> did you like the uh, second episode you just reviewed? <laughs> I did. Uh, I honestly didn't even. Ex- it actually follows up from the last episode like they're still stuck in time it opens again with like piccolo killing them they even go through the dialogue where like that old guy is sitting there and he's like no don't do this i I promise if you let me go i won't pick my nose anymore he's like no i can't let that happen and then piccolo's like i finally have enough power now and they do like the whole thing and they go through it (laughs) and then uh, the rest of the episode is again them just trying to fix time and uh i don't even want to You know, I I can't do the episode justice. Just watch Gintama. It's hilarious and ridiculous. I'm going to start checking out some of the uh, older episodes to kind of have, like, a better understanding of the show. But uh, as far as uh, Sarada's voice actor, uh, the name of the actress is uh, Kokoro uh, Kikuchi. Oh, my God, this is awful. Uh, Kikuchi. Kokoro Kikuchi. Uh, She's going to be voicing Sarada Uchiha. And just like... uh, the other actor there's really nothing that i recognize her from which is kind of a shame something that is kind of ridiculous though and this is, i don't know how this happened but uh the most recent naruto movie the last naruto of the movie uh the character of boruto uzumaki who was seen in the post credit scene you don't really see him too much more of just like you hear him was actually voiced by kokoro Kik- kikuchi so sarada originally fast. voiced boruto and uh-huh. now Boruto is being voiced by someone completely different. So well, it's, that, it's weird. Boruto's original voice actor is now voicing Sarada. So it's just a cluster.
1: Fucking Uchiha. Fucking everything up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As usual. Yeah. But uh, still, the trailer itself doesn't show anything. It basically just shows Sasuke, Naruto, Sarada, who I still think is hanging out in the arena for the tuning exam. And then you have Boruto, who jumps in doing a nice little cool ninja flip. And then it's just like, hey, what's up? I'm Boruto. Then we see the brand new intro. My dad and- has a dealership. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my dad has a dealership, okay? <laughs> my dad's the Hokage, all right? <laughs> he kinda saved the world. And uh you get to see the new logo for Boruto, which I I didn't even think there were going to be two logos because they showed that first one where it looked like he like Literally took the Naruto logo and put, like, uh, the wooden boards that would spell out Boruto. Yeah, yeah. But this new it. one looks a little more cleaner. It looks more official. And uh, the O actually is in the shape of a bolt, which is very nice. A nice uh, callback. Because he's not screwing with us. No. I've been waiting to use that one. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to be able to top that one. But yeah. there it is. That's really all I have to say. I mean, I'm still excited for it. It's just, you know... That teaser compared to Star Wars Episode
1: 7. Again, everything I fucking bring up, Corey, you won the lottery. Well, that's cool. But Episode 7
0: teaser trailer just came out. We just just established world peace. Isn't this amazing? Yeah. But does it have Kylo Ren in it? Yeah, don't think so. Yeah, don't give a shit Still
1: number two to me then.
0: But yeah. (laughs) But yeah, this was a really, really good week for trailers. Uh, Like I said earlier in the video, if you guys want to see any of these trailers, we'll put links for all of them in the description box below so you guys can check them out make sure uh, to tell us what you guys thought about this what you're hoping to see in the brand new boruto movie star wars movie ant-man please tell us in the comment section below and maybe we will uh, answer those in the next podcast booyah thank you guys
1: so much for watching i guess we're gonna head out uh we really appreciate all all the uh comments you guys have left us we may not respond to all of them but we always take any feedback you guys give us into consideration i think we always people like the inger thing Mm -hmm. like you weren't so hot on it but you Mm -hmm. saw a whole bunch of people liked it so we're do it now and uh vice versa like uh you guys never really complain when we have guests on and we love doing that Mm -hmm. you know so we're going to keep having guests on i uh know a few people that we definitely know we want to have come on mm-hmm. and uh so stay tuned for everything coming up guys we're going to keep doing these and uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel check us out use our amazon link if you want to donate to the show use our paypal link uh thank you so much check us out on facebook and twitter all that shit and until next time you guys stay dandy
0: and may the force be with you bitches ah, fucking star wars the wars <laughs>